This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We made it ladies. to Friday. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. I am too. And you know what? You know who else made it to Friday? Britney Spears. She did. And whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. When we need to solve a mystery where Britney's concerned, we get a little Cobra gang together, don't we? We absolutely do. I don't know if we were ready to get Cobra oh. gang together, whenever but we're going to figure out how to do it. it. There it is. You got it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double with a Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with a Cobra gang. All right, so here's Britney the deal. Edition. Britney Spears is allegedly on vacation, a solo vacation uh, in Hawaii. Now, here's what we talked about yesterday. Just the weird timing of this alleged uh, and the incongruity of this alleged vacation. So tabloids haven't re- really been giving us many specifics because I don't think there are many specifics. Essentially, we know that she is in Hawaii. According to her, mm-hmm. she's on a solo vacation, whatever that means. Now, this comes amidst a bunch of drama, which we can go into. But the two latest posts on her Instagram um, show her vacationing like a boss, walking down a hallway. <laughs> she's doing her favorite like fashion show experience by walking down a hallway in different outfits, looking mm-hmm. dead-eyed at the camera. Um, can, I'd like to point something out about this. Mm-hmm. How many people are on vacation with her? It's a solo vacation. Who's holding the camera? Exactly. It's got to be at least one person. Thank you. So we know that there is some suspicion around this notion of her being on a solo vacation. Also, I'm just so weirded out by like this creepy, like all this stuff is going on around her. And yet her, her only communication with the outside world is like, I'm going to do these dead eyed selfies. I'm going to stare into the camera. Like, there's no emotion on her face whatsoever. Uh-huh. And uh, again, remember, she's dar- uh, dyed her hair dark. So it just it doesn't look like the usual Britney we're expecting. Not at all. And um, I mean, you know, I'm glad she's having fun doing fashion shows for herself on vacation. While her entire world is like readjusting. Yeah. Remember, please, that it was just within the last week that we learned her dad is alleged to have assaulted her son, her 13 year old son. And such as, that his dad got a restraining order against the grandfather. That's not just any altercation. That's significant. Okay. I'm going to just really quick bullet point everything that appears to have happened outside, like having to do with the conservatorship within the last week. Okay. So the, uh, 
the custody arrangement with her sons changed to 70-30 from 50-50. Yeah, meaning that... Kevin uh, Federline will get 70% of the time with them, and she'll get 30%. Then a restraining order was filed against her father, also the head of the conservatorship. We also learned that her doctor, who has been managing her care, died unexpectedly at the age of like 47 of a, quote, brain aneurysm, though we don't actually have any details about that. Uh, a new cons- uh, Jamie, uh, her father, stepped down as head of the conservatorship. A new person was reappointed named Jody, not Watley, Montgomery, Montgomery, um, <laughs> Jody Montgomery re- was appointed. She has been working with the conservatorship for many years and she just filed for divorce from her business partner. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot happening. And it's a lot of drama around her conservatorship. And again, the conservatorship is just this umbrella that keeps, you know, control of Brittany and not just with like what she chooses to do with her finances. It's really just a, and we say this repeatedly, but I think it bears pointing out. It's like on a micro level, like her day to day, like her ability to go on this solo vacation and do stuff while she's on vacation is um, by all uh, means, um, or by all accounts, rather, controlled by this conservatorship. So, it like, that's when you start to look at her Instagram and you know all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes, the two things don't go together. Not at There's all. There's a huge, like, disconnect somewhere, and that's why we are fascinated and find ourselves talking about it. Now, in addition to those two Instagram posts that she has posted in the last 24 hours or so on Instagram... There are actually two stories which are related to this. So over on Instagram, she's doing, you know, fashion shows. And then we've got these two stories on the Internet, which are doing different things, I think, honestly. So let's start with the first one. And the first one is a story from Us Weekly that claims Britney Spears boyfriend tries to keep her calm amid family drama. And then you read this long story about Sam. And it's not long. This story about Sam Asghari, her boyfriend, who Mm -hmm. by all accounts is probably just a hired uh, individual to give her some sort of stability in her day-to-day life. So there's this article in Us Weekly that's like praising the role of Sam Asgari as keeping her grounded. Quote, he only wants what's best for Brittany, her boys, and and her happiness. He tries to keep her level-headed and calm whenever there's drama within the family. They really do love each other. Hmm. Okay, so that's weird, right? Like, why is this? And this is from an alleged source. Right. What's that all about? Well, that feels like to me, again, that feels like if if we're going to think about who in whose interest is it for a story like this to be circulated, it this feels like it's coming from the conservatorship. Yeah. Saying, you know, it's that he's essential basically in her life. Well, he's on the payroll, well, we think. It also does something which would benefit the conservatorship, right? Makes her look like she can't handle herself. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, when when you say that he is keeping her calm, oh, her boyfriend is keeping her calm. Excuse me, like her pretty boy trainer is the one that's like responsible for keeping her also, what is calm? I don't mean? even know. Like, so it, it is very sort of like, I think it's put out there to do a couple things. One, to perpetuate this notion that they have this loving relationship. They really do love each other. Mm-hmm. While at the same time, giving the indication that she's a hot mess and needs somebody to steady her. Right. Which does she? Or does she need somebody to unlock the door and let her run free? Also, I mean, can I just also throw this out there? Um, 
in any relationship where it's set up that somebody has the job of keeping the other one calm or you know what I mean when it when it's set when a re, if a real relationship is set up where one has to be the caregiver and the other one has That's, to be the yeah. care receiver and I'm not saying of course there are times in all relationships where one person might need more care etc but this one it's like it's set up in this way where it's his job to take care of her even if he's not on the payroll, that is the way that their their relationship is always talked about publicly. And nothing about that sounds like healthy. Yeah. Well, up to this point, it's like he was helping her do some like workouts and things. And then when all this stuff started going down in January, all of a sudden they started showing up like he was like at her side. He was carrying her luggage from the, you know, um, clinic or wherever she was facility mm-hmm. rehab facility. And then, you know, it, it's just it's just become increasingly obvious to me that that's not a real relationship. Right. Anyway, so that was the first story. The other story that showed up, which I think is also there to serve a purpose, is about how her um, apparently uh, and the headline is Britney Spears. I'm OK with being in a conservatorship. That's the reaction my face was just having. Yeah. And it should because in your face was making a surprise. Face. Yes. So in documents that were obtained allegedly by the blast, which has actually been, you know, sort of hot on the, the trail of the story. Um, allegedly, Britney's court uh, court appointed attorney uh, told the court that he spoke with his client And the star has no issue with the current legal situation she's in and has no objections to the conservatorship. So that's interesting because this story is set up to make it look like she's fine with everything the way it is. Yeah. But when you read the story, there's really nothing in it other than her saying, I'm fine. That would indicate that she's actually fine, which to me says that um, she doesn't feel like she can tell the truth. No. Um. And doesn't elaborate on what, like, I'm fine means. Essentially, it's just that she's doesn't want to change the situation, which, if you believe that her father has been rather controlling, and again, this is a person who, you know, um, is physically violent, then I wouldn't be surprised that she's not speaking out through her court-appointed attorney. Oh, my gosh. And it wouldn't be hard to believe either that she just feels like, you know, I just don't know what I'm doing. I just, like, I, I know that's overly sort of stereotyping like on the one hand i just shame the tabloids for making it sound like britney was a hot mess and can't control herself but on the other hand i am saying it does seem perfectly plausible that on some level she could be choosing not to engage any of this but i think that if that's the case it's because she you know doesn't feel like she has any power and she doesn't want to rock the boat until she has the ability to do so with some sort of you know game plan what a scary place to be in if indeed what we think is happening is happening yeah um as you just laid out yeah what a scary place to be in for her to not know who's on her side or who's against her i mean because her own father has been has had such tight reins on this conservatorship um and essentially so and i just want to also point this out as we're talking about the inconsistencies in her instagram yeah she was at that court hearing on Monday that was in L.A. Yeah. And she was talking about being on a solo vacation prior to that. Well, and she now wasn't talking that. about it, but we deduced that th- 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 
again, we don't have to go too deep, but like there are all these inconsistencies, right? With her hair color and posts that other people have been making yeah. and the things that she's been doing and saying in public. So there's a lot of unknowns going on. But frankly, at the end of the day, there is still this weird like something is wrong with Britney and that conservatorship is not helping. No, it's it's bad. Yeah. Everybody, re- we're renewing it. Hashtag free Britney. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese doing the dirt alert. Dirt hey, alert Elizabeth. time. Hi, my friends. It's nice to be with you today. And Happy Friday you. the 13th. Ooh, oh. Side note. Whatever, it's also going to be a full moon. It's a so. full moon. And I it's did not careful. even notice that. That explains a lot about my day, y'all. Oh my gosh, it totally does. This is why everything is going haywire. Totally. I felt very unsettled all day today, and that might be. Oh, I'm doing why. fine over here, man. Don't jinx it. You're us. feeling good. Thank it's you. fine. I've taken on enough for all of us okay, right now. Go. Okay, Thank good. Thank you for doing that. Well, listen, let's talk about Amber Heard. She filed a court motion yesterday demanding that Johnny Depp produce evidence um, of his drug and alcohol abuse, like, or lack thereof. Amber Heard is claiming that Johnny Depp is refusing to provide this evidence as she fights his 50. $50 million defamation lawsuit wow. against her. Wow. So he sued her after she wrote an op-ed earlier this year about being a domestic violence victim. Now, she didn't specifically name Johnny Depp, but it was pretty clear from everybody that it was Johnny Depp that she was talking about. He claims that she has made up these abuse allegations, and he accused her of masquerading as a victim. Amber Heard, for her part, is claiming that Johnny Depp's substance abuse was a key factor and explains shifts in his behavior related to the alleged domestic violence. So she's asked a judge to turn to make Depp turnover records related to his substance abuse communications with his doctors and his arrest records to essentially help her bolster her case, which is he is an addict and abuses these drugs and alcohol. And when he does, this is the behavior that I see. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, These two have a seemingly endless court battle. Johnny Depp leaving Vanessa Paradis, who was his lovely partner for 14 years, and they have children together. When he had this like midlife crisis and left her and then decided to be with Amber Heard, it was the biggest mistake of his life. Let this be a cautionary tale, my friends. You heard it here first. Yeah, Elizabeth. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
Reese has spoken. But you're right. That is when everything in his life really started to. It's just that idea, though. I mean, it's so classic. It's that idea of, you know, maybe I've been in this for a while. And do I know who I am? And what am I doing? And I should be doing something different. And then you leave. And the grass is not greener. And everybody has baggage. And the older you get, newsflash, the more More baggage baggage you have. have. Yeah. Unless you offload it with somebody you pay to talk to, which is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way to do Great. it. Great. It's mm-hmm. fun. That is totally the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Felicity Huffman is going to be in court this afternoon for her sentencing. Just wanted to let you know that Ooh, is we'll happening. We'll have news on that later. Yeah, it's 2.30 p.m. And that's East Coast time. Okay. So She's be going to jail. The prosecutors are recommending that she be imprisoned for one month and then pay a $20,000 fine. She did plead guilty to... Um, spending $15,000 with Rick Singer to get her daughter's SAT scores altered in this massive college admissions scandal. What's interesting is that Felicity Huffman is the first one to be sentenced. Well, and that's why I think that it's going to be not good for her, not good for her because they're going to, you, you would think that they will make an example of her, but she also did plead guilty and you know, she submitted these letters and and it was $15,000. That's the other thing to remember when you're looking at Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli there, um, the allegations against them have them spending five hundred thousand dollars to get their girls into USC. I People bet have literally in. gone to prison for life for robbing a grocery store mm-hmm. of a candy bar. Yes, so the truth. that does when I feel bad for Lori Laughlin because or, um, Felicity, Felicity Huffman, Huffman yeah. she looks like somebody's mom. Then I just remember life's not fair, right. and she broke the law. She did. That said, I don't feel good about anybody. In this, it must it must really suck to go to jail. For is all I'm sure. going to say. So, like, I can feel and I can have empathy for anyone in that situation. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's a complicated situation, well, right? right? You have a lot of emotions around well, it. Well, and look what Kim Kardashian has been doing. I mean, she's mm-hmm. been shining a light on the unequal sentences. I mean, you're absolutely right. And it's, I mean, it would be you can't talk about this without talking about race and class as an issue, right? A rich white person mm-hmm. tends mm-hmm. to get on a white collar crime, yep. gets a sentence that is like a tiny slap on the wrist compared to a person of color with less money. Exactly. They'll, it, it's just the disparity is shocking. Mm-hmm. And and that's what Kim Kardashian has been talking about and Absolutely. doing. And that's why she's been going in and talking. And, and what a world we live in that you just uttered the words I know, Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. I know, but I can't help it. She was I, on Live with Kelly. Kelly and Ryan this morning. I'm loving her, Bob. Um, okay, can I just? <laughs> I am. I'm. Uh, this happens every twice in a while with Kim Kardashian. You start to have conflicted feelings about her. Yes, and you're and you find yourself kind of liking her and maybe a little bit admiring her. Yes, and it's a very foreign feeling. But don't worry, she'll take some dumb selfie with her butt hanging out. Yeah, and that's you'll be true. Right and exactly. People can evolve. I mean, remember when Angelina Jolie? She was not like a United Nations. Um, philanthropist and oh, activist. No, she was wearing a vial of Billy Bob Thornton's uh, blood around her neck. And then just talking about how they just did the deed in a limo when yeah. they got out and of, making it with her brother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so people change. People change. <laughs> people evolve. And you know what? If you have good to give the world after the vial of blood or whatever, mm-hmm. then go for it. Go for it. So Eddie Money passed away. Mm. Okay. I just learned this like an hour before the show Telling started. a little Aww. slow to the death. No. I was. Of course, um, two tickets to Paradise, 
I mean, take me home, take me home tonight. tonight. Oh. I don't want those songs are very prophetic. <laughs> Two tickets to paradise and take me home tonight. I've never heard three Suddenly people. Suddenly I'm thinking about them in different ways. I know. And three of us in one room that just belted out the same song in three different keys, mm-hmm. all right up against each yeah, other. Well, hey, I mean, look, that is incredible. Speaking for a living. Exactly. And not singing. Eddie Money had been battling stage four esophageal cancer, is what his publicist said. And um, they had to say goodbye to him. So he died at the age of oh. 70. And people really loved um, loved working with him. So he apparently flirted with the idea of following in the footsteps of his father, who was an NYPD officer in Brooklyn. Wow. And he attended the police academy in the early 70s while playing local gigs after hours. But then he decided to drop out of the academy, went to Berkeley to pursue his rock and roll dreams. I love it. And then caught the eye of legendary music promoter Bill Graham, who signed him to a management contract. It's it's isn't it interesting? Like you don't think about Eddie Money on a daily basis, and then suddenly, um, the sad news that Eddie Money has passed away makes you want to listen to his entire catalog. Mm-hmm. That's totally true. And "Take Me Home Tonight" is such it's a such a good great song. Song. It's such a good song. Yeah, everybody should listen to that lyrically, song. musically. Yeah, it's just good all around. Side note: You know what else is really good? I mean, T Swifty's whole album. I've been listening to the whole <gasps> isn't album. Isn't it good? I'm trying to become a person who listens to albums again yep. because it's a you lost remember, art. It's a lost art to listen from it. Yeah. Beginning to end. It's a story. And that's why like album of the year is about the story. And so I've been just listening start to finish to Taylor Swift. And I really have to say um, that song, if I were a man mm-hmm. is so good. And my four year old has been singing it Aww. and it's awesome. Also recommendation. Yeah. Uh, check out the album, the high women. Trust me on this. It's Brandy Carlisle. It's yes. a four women and it's beautiful and it's amazing. You'll be obsessed. Love that. Okay. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Thanks, uh, Elizabeth. We need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on my talk 1071. So you're a tough guy. Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece is taking place on October 23rd to the 25th at Minneapolis College of Art and Design. Each host will become an artist and then sell their creations to you to raise money for four great charities. This year's charity partners include Art Buddies, Upstream Arts, Northeast Minneapolis Arts Association, and MCAD Scholarship Program. Ticketing info coming soon. Learn more about Project Down and Dirty Masterpiece at mytalk1071.com, keyword masterpiece. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Hi, Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. It's Friday ladies. And this beaches is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture today, Kelly. We've got Kelly on the line. And what is Kelly playing for? Kelly is playing for a MyTalk 107.1 t-shirt. Yay! Yay! All right, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, well, I hope so, because here we go. What is the name of the youngest Kardashian-Jenner? Kylie. What actor wore hands made of scissors in the movie Edward Scissorhands? Who sang the song, Take Me Home Tonight? Eddie Money. What is the name of the actor who's married to Eva Mendez? 
Ryan Gosling. Rumor, Tallulah, and Scout are the children of which actress? Uh, Demi Moore. What actor wore hands made of scissors in the movie Edward Scissorhands? Johnny Depp. Yeah, Kelly! Girl, you got it! Good job. Congratulations, <laughs> Kelly. Stay on the line. Okay. We'll get your information. There it is. Oh, that's a big winner. So you can get that MyTalk1071 t-shirt. Thank you, Kelly. And now that we've completed that mission, we've answered all of those questions, we can uh, move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that today in the form of blind items that Bradley has brought for us that uh, our friend Donna Valentine is here to help solve in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Hi. Blinded by the Item. Hey guys, we do this thing called Blinded by the Item, wherein we get these juicy bits of gossip with the names left out Mm. from a place called crazydaysandnights.net. And then you two, and today Donna and Colleen, are trying to solve these mysteries, these gossip mysteries, if you will, put on your Agatha Christie caps. Okay. I don't know if she has a cap, but you're going to do it and try (laughs) to guess who I'm talking about. I'm crying. I'm crying. When this A-list writer-director crashes and burns with a celebrity model author he pretends he's not hooking up with every chance he gets, it's going to be epic. She already wrote one book about bad celebrity behavior. He's supposedly sober, but she says that he did lines off her naked body. What? So that's how this book is going to go. What is happening? Okay. Writer, director, A-list, did you say? Uh, let me just pull yeah, this up I got here. A-list, A-list writer, director. director uh, is he married? Crashes and burns with the celebrity model author he pretends he's not hooking up with. It doesn't say anything about him being married. Okay, because I was going to say, is that Quentin Tarantino? I don't know why that's... Ding, oh. ding, 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 ding. Hello. And? Okay, the model... Writer, model, author. Wait, come on. The celebrity, model, author. It's a three first. Celebrity slash model slash author. Is she married? Uh, I don't. Okay, it's I not don't know thought. actually. Well, who did you think it was? I was just going to say something really controversial. Oh, well, do like? it. I don't care. I was just going to say That's Chrissy Teigen. No, oh, that would be very controversial. I know. That would be. She. I, she is not currently married. I don't believe. Uh, this uh, model celebrity author, right? Okay, you know. Okay, um, is she a well-known? Oh yeah. Uh, is it Janice Dickinson? No. Okay. What? No, I don't even know. Even more famous. Even more famous. Yeah. Brooke Shields. No. Can you give us Not an age famous. range? Um, she is forty-nine years young. Forty-nine. Mm-hmm. Um, Paulina Poritzkova. Now I will say there's some confusion. Where'd you pull that slash, one out of? There's some confusion slash different opinions in the notes, but I will say this one seems the juiciest. Oh, <sighs> celebrity model author. I'm trying to think of the book. Like she's books. 49. Yeah, but like, okay. Do you know? Can you give us an idea? What is what kind of book? Is it a cookbook? Be, yeah. Oh, it's the book we've talked about. Now it's all clicking in my head. Click 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 click. Whose book are we talking? Who did we just talk about in terms of uh, Harvey Weinstein this week? Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow? No. Oh. Oh, Rose Rose McGowan. She's 49. Rose McGowan. No. Okay, so let me take you on the journey I just went on. Okay. There were two names that were mentioned, and had you gotten either of those, I would have given them to you. Uma Thurman or Rose McGowan. 
I like the Uma Thurman angle. But I, you Uma's know why the one I don't? That's 49. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, I don't think that. Do you remember that Uma Thurman had kind of a tussle with yeah. him, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino? No. Right around the Me Too era moment, it's still we're still in the era when it first kind of started. Yeah, she had that story about Kill Bill where she he like basically forced her to do this crash scene. Yes, even though she'd yes. been hurt in it. Yes, yeah. Somebody pointed out in the comments though that he's basically trying to get ahead of this book that she has coming out. But then somebody was like, she doesn't have a book coming out. Rose McGowan has a book that's coming yes. out. So oh. then that's why we think perhaps. It could be Rose McGowan. All right. So, mm. again, that was not a confirmed blind item, which is why it was a little hooky. But I've got another one for you. Also not confirmed. This one, I think, is going to be a little easier for you guys. Okay. Are you ready to do another blind mm-hmm. item? Yeah, let's do it. Again, these blind items come from crazydaysandnights.net. It's a resource we rely on, and it's usually right. Okay, here's the blind item. It looks like the abuse I wrote about several months ago might finally come to light. When the marriage of this A-list singer comes to an end, she suffered some extreme abuse, and I'm still shocked to this day she didn't call police. I'm I'm gonna say Adele. Okay. Oh, good! Oh, Don't give me a heart attack. I know, but I just because that is sort of the new. But news. it's not new news because this is something we've talked about. Uh huh. Oh, and this. Oh, 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 oh. Several months ago. Carrie Underwood. Ding, 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 no, ding, ding. Come on. Because they're technically still married, correct? Mike Fisher and Carrie Underwood. Oh. I'm not buying this. Now, really? So, Deval. Okay, let's break this down. I'll read the blind item. Yes. It looks like the abuse I wrote about several months ago might finally come to light when the marriage of Carrie Underpants comes to an end. She suffered some extreme abuse, and I'm still shocked to this day she didn't call police. Now, this is not a confirmed blind item, but no. what I will say is to the point uh, that the the majority of people in the comments make, Enti um, Lawyer, the guy who writes these blind items, did talk about her being the victim of, of her husband's abuse. Uh-huh. And that's what led to this weird moment. You'll remember last year. Yep. When she ha- allegedly had that fall when she was walking the dog down the stairs. Yep. And they then pulled too hard or something. And then remember, she had a ton of surgery, broke her wrist, and said during the healing, when you see me, I won't look maybe the look same. the same. But also, she alluded to that at some point she would talk about what really happened. Well, and then, but. <laughs> But then what she really talked about, was, the reveal on that was simply like I was walking my dog and something bad happened. Well, and then but she did have an interview talking very candidly about her miscarriage and how they were trying. Yeah. To, yeah. No, there's it's I think that they tried on. to pass something off as the story that was I see. possibly true, but not. The well, story also, but what I'm going to say is you can have both two many stories. True. Exactly. I see. Yeah. Okay. I'm You're telling right. you, I'm smelling that one. You and are. It's going to happen. Do you think he has like an, a, like an, an alcohol problem or something? I don't know. I don't think you I need think alcohol to be an abusive. That's true. Spouse, that so. is very true. I think that, uh, but I, I think that you, there are a lot of markers there when it comes to Carrie Underwood of a woman who's trying to tell a story, but is afraid to tell it. Yeah. Wow. Fingers crossed that that's not it. But I hope that's not if it. If it is, empty yeah. lawyer. Just remember this moment. Do we got one, a quick one? Uh, let's do a quickie. Yeah, let's do it. 
one more blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. I don't think we'll have too much uh, difficulty with this one. This host of multiple shows, excuse me, not shows, shows, is cheating on his wife with a co-star from arguably his biggest gig. This host of multiple This host of multiple shows is is cheating cheating. on his wife with a co-star from arguably his biggest gig. Oh, Okay, the first person who comes to mind who I'm sure is not right, because when you say co-star, I was thinking somebody like a Chris Harrison. Mm. Steve Harvey. Mm. Who is a host of multiple so shows? I want you to Mario folk- Lopez. Lopez? <gasps> exactly. Wow, there you go. Duh. I was going to say, I want you to think, and then bloop, it came out of your mouth. Here we go. <laughs> I will just read this for you. Mario Lopez is cheating on his wife with a co-star from Extra. Uh, uh. Extra, extra. He's getting a little something extra. Yeah, he extra. is. He's getting a little extra, extra. Now, the the thoughts <laughs> you guys to be... Okay. What, Donna? Oh, I'm sorry, Donna. Are we too crass for you? No. Um, people seem to think it's either a woman named Renee Barg or... Charissa, or is it Clarissa? I don't know. They wrote Charissa Thompson. I confess I'm not a huge watcher of Extra any longer. Or an at all watcher of Extra. I used to watch it back in the day when we only learned about things on TV. Extra. I know. Isn't that weird? Anyway, um, this is not surprising nor shocking because we've heard rumors for years that he is at. Well, we also know for a fact that he cheated on his last wife or with his fiance. current wife. Something. Remember the Doritos girl, yeah. the Doritos. And didn't he commercial. like confess that? I mean, he talked about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, well. Dirty Up to his old tricks. Exactly. Do do? Well, I'll tell you what we do. Say thank you to you, Donna Valentine, for helping us solve those mysteries. Thank you, guys. Uh, and, uh, and say goodbye to you now. Goodbye. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with our Google Trends expert to see what you all have been Googling this week on My Talk 107.1. Every Friday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We like to check in with our Google Trends expert to see what you all have been Googling all week long. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And today we have our friend Farrell on the line from Google telling us what you guys have been Googling this week. Hello, Farrell. Hey, good to be back. Uh, thanks for joining us. Well, uh, you know, we don't need to ask why this was trending this week. We we all uh, were thinking about 9-11 and seeing people sharing their own stories about 9-11. Uh, what, uh, what can you tell us about how people were engaging Google in that? Yeah, it's certainly a somber time of the year. I think every year we see this, especially for, for moments like this in recent memory. Uh, 9-11, a lot of people having some basic questions about what uh, happened and some of the details about it. And I think people also looking for how they can pay their respects and when the moment of silence should be. Um, and so there's a, a lot of people interested in that, trying to find out who's doing what. The president gave remarks in Arlington, Virginia, 
there's a tribute of light every year in New York City. So I think people still wrestling with and grappling with the tragedy of it all. Absolutely. Yeah, I imagine doing a little bit of, you know, um, well, gosh, it's been 18 years. So there's a whole generation of people who perhaps were not uh, old enough to remember what the experience was like. And so I imagine a certain number of people are Googling to, you know, find out actual information about what happened that day while others of us who were um, you know, conscious that day are probably um, doing more of the memorializing of the Absolutely. event. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you think about it, any child you see in school today has no, you know, personal recollection of it, right? It, it happened so long enough ago that any kid you meet, they, they didn't live through it. They don't have that image burned into their mind of where they were and what they did immediately thereafter, which the rest of us have, kind of like people who grew up with the Kennedy assassination or the moon landing, where these you know cultural moments that just kind of are imprinted on your conscious. It's, isn't it interesting, too, because as a parent, I am now seeing that I remember those moments with my own parents where they would try to describe for me something that had sort of stopped everybody in their tracks. Uh, those historical moments and I sort of would look at them like, yeah, no, I know we, we studied it in school and now I'm on the other side of that with, with children. So many of us are where we're saying, you know, you don't understand what that day was like and trying to share that with them so that they have the appreciation for what actually happened on that date. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And and then there are some like uh, heartwarming stories that come out of it. Mm. It's obviously a tragedy, but um, I just uh, saw that the fire department just brought in 13 new firefighters who are actually children of people who lost that day heroically trying to save other people. So you have these uh, generational amazing moments also that come forward. And new stories. Yeah, absolutely. So, Farrell, in in addition to 9-11 trending this week, okay, here's something that has probably... Well, I don't know, actually, but vaping was trending and, you know, vaping is not something new. But why were we talking about it this week? Yeah, and it's not trending for a good reason. Uh, This week they announced at least the sixth known death from uh, e-cigarettes, from vaping. Um, They don't really actually know what's going on. And I I think that's partly why there's so many searches for it, because people are trying to understand, are they at risk if if they vape themselves or just curiosity about what's happening? But uh, the sixth person uh, passed away from lung disease related to vaping. And and they really just, they don't have their finger on what actually is going on. And so they don't really have advice for what people should do other than I'm sure some people would say never vape, but yeah. um, otherwise they don't know what to tell people right now. Well, and I'm sure, you know, and this is something that you see happen when when you're worried that you might engage with a story that is in the news cycle in some way. People do go to Google immediately uh, to get all the information they possibly can. So I'm certain, as you said, anybody who's ever vaped is probably trying to do their own research and figure out what they need to know. Yeah, that's right. And and the actual search interest in e-cigarettes, it was at an all-time high this week. So wow. so even though this is a product that's been out for years now, uh, people are really focusing in on it and, and not for good reasons. Yeah, well, luckily, we have the opportunity to lighten it up a little bit with one of the trending items this week from Google, Palindrome Week. Da, da, da. That's right. Palindrome Week. Who knew it was even a thing? Until, I didn't. Uh, 
No, I, I had to remind myself what a palindrome was, to be <laughs> totally honest with you. But basically, for anyone who doesn't know, a palindrome is a word, a number, or a sentence that is the exact same forward or backwards. And so uh, palindrome week is when the dates are, for instance, 9, 12, 19, and no matter how you uh, write it out, it's the same forwards and backwards. And so uh, it's it's technically palindrome 10 days, but I guess that doesn't roll off the tongue the same way. So they call it palindrome week and uh, thousands of people are searching for it and trying to understand what it means. Well, and I, I if I read correctly, sort of out of the corner of my eye, um, as I saw one of these headlines go by, this particular palindrome week is only going or is the last full palindrome week of the century. Is that yes, correct? Well, I, you, I actually, uh, some reporting said that, but then I saw other reporting that says there is another palindrome period in 2021. And, uh, and some people are actually saying that, hey, you know, it sounds fun, palindrome week, but it actually has happened every year for the past 10 years. So maybe it's not as interesting as some of the headlines are yeah. making it. Um, well, see, that's why then, we need you know, Google, because Google will give us the exactly. definitive answer. I, I like to think it's a fun thing, so even if it happens often, it's nice to see people pay attention to it. But then people are searching for the best palindromes, uh, and there are so many of them. Uh, a nut for a jar of tuna is a palindrome. Borrow or rob is a palindrome. Taco cat is an easy palindrome to remember. So I do want to hear my favorite one. Things. Here's my favorite sure, one. Yeah. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Really? Isn't that great? I didn't know that. It's like the best one because it's history and it's a palindrome. A man, my favorite, a plan, a canal, Panama. My favorite palindrome is boob. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome to That's our right, show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Farrell, so much. For, Thanks, Farrell. We'll talk to you again next week. Uh, Absolutely. Talk to you soon. That's our Google Trends expert, Farrell. He uh, checks in with us each week to tell us what you guys have been Googling all week long. And Bradley Trainer is going to Google boob. I don't have to Google it. Okay, that's true. I mean. <laughs> you are one. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to talk about Farrah Abraham. Speaking of boobs. Exactly. My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.